Right, I'm your host, Caden Toomsey. Um, quite frankly, I don't have a script. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I've never had a script. It's always been improvised, so I am going to mess up. But I've got a general idea of what we're going to talk about today, and it's one of my favourite authors, H.P. Lovecraft. H.P. Lovecraft, if you don't know, was an extremely racist guy, but made some pretty good artwork. And by that, I mean books. <laughs> um, essentially, uh, he is responsible for the famous or infamous Cthulhu mythos that's probably sparked a lot of indie games and a lot of indie genres, which quite personally I enjoy. Uh, I'm such a fan, it's even got to the point where I've memorised some of his short stories and poems. Um, but yeah, no, that's what we're going to be talking about today. So, so why am I talking about H.P. Lovecraft? Well, essentially today I'm going to give you all the reasons why you should just go look at some Lovecraftian shit. Um, first off, Lovecraft has sparked some of the most influential books and movies, not only his own, but also Stephen King, the modern king of horror, which personally I would call H.P. Lovecraft, but whatever. Um, he's also inspired such games such as Alien, movies such as Alien and Alien. <laughs> also, Event Horizon, and quite frankly, one of my favourite movies, The Thing. Um, yeah, he's a, he's a pretty accomplished guy, but he wasn't when he was alive. It's kind of a, uh, that one artist do kind of situation. Another recommendation is The Reanimator, which is a Lovecraftian film, I don't know who by, but it's pretty good. It's based around a character named Herbert West, who is a student and mortician at a local in the story university called Mishatonic University, which is a place in Lovecraftian lore, which so is Innsmouth, and one of the biggest gaming references, Arkham, which you may find in Batman, Arkham Asylum but Arkham is another place in Lovecraftian world. Um, so Herbert West was a, I believe, doctor somewhere in Sweden uh, who was studying the dead, essentially, and how to bring them back. Uh, he succeeded, but only at first small animals till he tried to do it on his professor. So he murdered his professor, put the uh, reanimation serum inside his professor and caused it mad fandango with undead scientist guy uh then gets transferred back over to america to the one the only Michitonic university where he meets a character named dan i can't remember his last name but dan and somewhat prevent fuck me And somewhat befriends Dan in a way. They don't really get along at first until Herbert needs a place to stay. So Dan rents his apartment out. Um, I think the story goes somewhere along the lines of Dan's cat goes missing, his girlfriend doesn't like Herbert because he's a real freak, and then they all find the cat dead in Herbert's fridge. Yes, I know, it's pretty fucked up. But it gets worse from there. 
Dan freaks out, his girlfriend leaves, and Herbert tells him a complete two-faced lie. I <laughs> just, I must have jumped in the fridge. I mean, come on, guy. You could have thought of something a bit more imaginary than that. You might as well just admit to it at that point. To which Herbert tells Dan that he may have a way to bring the cat back. Which, I mean, come on, who gives a shit about a cat? No offence to cats, but that sentence in itself would make me just bury the cat and move on. Anyway, so Dan and Herbert take the cat to the basement where Herbert set up a little lap and inject the cat with reanimation serum to the point where the cat starts jumping about. Uh, it's alive and it grabs the back of Dan's neck. I found this quite funny to be honest with you. Uh, <laughs> he just starts screaming and flinging the thing around on his back. So it's a pretty funny scene. So, pretty much anything after this is really just a filler for the movie. Uh, Dan gets a bit of inspiration, starts helping Herbert despite some moral objections. Um, they never kill anyone, not at least till the end. Spoilers. Um, but they do like take bodies out of the morgue and attempt to reanimate them. By attempt, I mean they do, but only to the dead bodies' dismay. <laughs> um, it goes alright for a while until a professor at the college who used to work closely with the other professor in Sweden and plagiarised a lot of him finds out to the point where he starts trying to steal Herbert's work um, only for Herbert to chop his head off with a shovel shovel Just let's, 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 let, let that sink in first off shovel I mean, that scene was by far one of the most violent scenes I've ever watched. It doesn't even just cut away, it, it shows everything there is to show. Um, to the point when Herbert's just sitting there with a severed head and a tray of ice and a dead body on the floor. So what's he going to do? Inject them both with serum. The head and the body. Which, by the way, first off, is the most stupid thing you could ever do. How do you know that, that it's dangerous? Why would you bring them back? Anyway, uh, it was. I was right. And uh, the body gets up first and chokes out uh, Herbert, uh, leaving him there. Herbert's not dead, but the headless body holding a head like some fucked up science headless horseman. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, that's a pretty weird situation to begin with, but I believe I forgot the part where the head teacher of the entire university's daughter was the girlfriend of Dan, and uh, he didn't really like Dan. So when Dan comes to the head teacher and says, uh, listen mate, we found reanimation serum, this, 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 this principal just flips out and essentially just takes away their scholarships. Uh, doesn't stop them though to the part fuck so I mean it doesn't really stop them um, 
Essentially, the head teacher finds him sneaking in into the morgue, uh, gets into a bit of a fight, and accidentally dies. I, I think one of them pushed him into a wall and he hit his head. Uh, so they're all freaking out. Herbert and Dan is. Uh, the girlfriend still says, and they inject him with the serum. What have these guys not learned? This serum does not do good things. It just brings back some evil zombified people. Um, as you'd think, this guy starts freaking out, choking Herbert and Dan. And then his daughter, or the girlfriend, walks in and freaks out. Um, staff and security essentially take down, like full on tackle the head teacher. And he's admitted to a psych ward. Uh, where the creepy headless professor works, but it wasn't headless yet. Uh, skip back to Headless Professor. Headless Professor knocks out uh, Herbert and essentially escapes. Only to kind of kidnap the daughter, <laughs> um, the girlfriend. And then quite later on in the story, we find out he has like a weird obsession with her. And ties her to one of the beds, if that's what you can call them, in the morgue. And just does weird shit. Uh, a headless head sitting next or or laying what how how do you sit ahead that's my question like whoa is it is it resting i don't know well he's just next to this girlfriend woman dan bursts in uh, no herbert bursts in uh, while dan sneaks around confronts the headless professor and distracts him only for the headless professor to be two steps ahead. Turns out he injected a load of other dead bodies with the serum. And now there's like 400 zombies. Not 400, but like at least 10. Um, they basically rampage around the hospital. Um, you can't really tell the zombies other than the fact they were just dead about five minutes ago. <laughs> and the story basically ends with however it gets eaten by this big tentacle headless professor because he overdoses him with the serum but it makes him into a weird organy flesh monster and eats Herbert I guess uh, and Dan and the girlfriend escape but only for girlfriend to get choked out by a zombie uh, and then the end is basically just Dan injects her with the serum and it cuts um yeah. I mean, what a ride. <laughs> I mean, I've essentially just explained the whole movie, but I honestly couldn't. And what I have just said does not do it justice. It's not great compared to today's standards, but it's pretty funny. It's pretty. It's, it's not even a comedy, but it's a pretty good film. It's top tier 80s movie. Uh, um, yeah, there is like three others, or two others, there's uh, The Reanimator's Bride, which just always reminds you of Chucky's Bride, and then Beyond Reanimation, which, uh, you know, yeah, it's good. But like, my question is, why, do, why does every 80s movie always have to have a sequel called Bride of, of Chucky, or Bride of the Reanimator? A bride of Scream. I don't. I honestly couldn't tell you. There's so many bride movies that just have nothing to do with marriage. <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, 
pretty, pretty decent movie. I'd rate it a solid nine out of ten for an eighties movie uh, or an eighties cosmic horror movie. But yeah, it wasn't really Lovecraftian in the sense that you think of big, unknown, external forces beyond the cosmos. But it's pretty good for a movie. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Honestly, I. I'd suggest just reading it. <laughs> I mean, I've got the uh, I've got most of his stories uh, in a a wonderful book known as the Necronomicon, which is also mentioned in the Evil Dead, which is which is yeah, it's where the book comes from. Uh, the Evil Dead Necronomicon comes from H.P. Lovecraft, so he's in a lot of pop culture references. Uh, it's very niche, but highly recommend um, if you'd like to read more read yeah just just get off your ass and stop listening to this buy a book i shouldn't have to read let me go <laughs> so that's all i got for today um i kind of just ranted on <laughs> next time i'll try and get a script but for today, that's all I got. Uh, I will see you in the next episode. Bye bye.